Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, this is kind of embarrassing. I completely forgot to to have some sort of monologue before we jumped into things. Got all my stories printed out and everything. Just forgot to, to put something together before we did that. I did have two things jotted down. Not sure that's a monologue, but... Well, the first one was from the Daily Mail. Childhood's ruined... Millions go into meltdown as ice cream staple Choco Taco is discontinued after 40 years. So no more Choco Tacos. Man, those were good. Damn good. Probably cultural appropriation to eat one, but worth the scorn of the woke folk. And White Boy Malcolm X, have you ever had a Choco Taco? Too late now, but you ever have one? No. Sucks to be you. Although maybe not. Now you don't know what you're missing. Like the rest of us do. And I checked the grocery store the other day, and they were all gone. Probably was like trying to get some food at a refugee center. A mad dash to the ice cream aisle, to buy it all up while they still could. Someone's probably sitting on a a fat stash of Choco Tacos, savoring each mouthful while they still can. Bastards. And what else did I have? A happy belated birthday to Sandra Bullock. That was back on July 26th. And the only reason I brought that up was, white boy Malcolm X, guess how old Sandra Bullock is? 65. Loser. No, seriously. How old do you think she is? 50, 51. Nice try. Better guess there, sir. That's what I thought she was. Around our age. But she's... And I can't believe this is true, but she's 58. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, she's 58, just turned 58. And I hope I look half as good as she does in five years. You, sir, you're done. But I, maybe possibly, still have a a slim chance of pulling that off. And I have to say this. I find her very attractive. She's a beautiful woman. If I weren't a big old queen, that's the kind of woman I would date, I think. Who knows? 
I'm about as straight as, well, you folks know what I mean. Well, that was shortened to the point. Choco Tacos and Sandra Bullock's age. Hopefully not too bad of a monologue. Doing that on the fly with like two notes written down. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one, it's from CNBC. WHO declares rapidly spreading monkeypox outbreak a global health emergency. Oh, and speaking of the WHO, how is this one from Hot Air? WHO on monkeypox. Gay men should maybe consider limiting their sexual partners. Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Like, that'll ever happen. But anyway, the WHO, and that's the World Health Organization, the feckless World Health Organization, not to be confused with the feckless CDC, which is run by Rochelle Impending Doom Walensky. I don't know who runs the WHO, what his name is, but the guy's a complete whore to China. When COVID first hit, he was out there. Nothing to see here, folks. This did not come from China. This did not escape from one of their labs. Whatever Xi Jinping told him to say, he did. That's a man who knows who his daddy is. Kind of like Tom Daly, that spoiled cat boy, that pocket queen in a Speedo. But the WHO, they've declared themselves a global health emergency, which is their highest alert level, their version of DEFCON 1, and those with the highest risk of infection, men who have sex with men. That's Queen's either full-time queens like white boy Malcolm X and me or part-time queens, bisexuals like Ronan Rubenstein, who, by the way, is our favorite bisexual here on the Miller Frost Podcast. You know, I have to say, it's, it's really entertaining watching the media with this. It's like with HIV. And since not only am I a queen, but I'm an old queen of 52, almost 53, I was alive and remember quite well when HIV and AIDS hit the scene. And like HIV, the monkeypox is hitting a a very targeted group of people. And like HIV, the media... They're kind of, maybe possibly, mentioning that little factoid. But just like with HIV, anyone can get it. They always have to put in that caveat. Don't you dare judge those queens for this thing going around within certain quarters of the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Don't you do it. White boy Malcolm X, thought, sir. You're an old queen as well. 
and you look at two. Time has not been your friend. I'm just saying. But with you being an old queen, also having been around when HIV and AIDS rolled into town, do you agree with my assessment on the media? Them contorting themselves so as to not trigger the tribe. Most definitely. So, it's not just me. I mean, it is as it is. I don't care how much lipstick you put on the pig, it's still a damn pig. And the monkeypox, it's still hitting mostly gay and bisexual men. No matter how hard you try to spin it. And we all know why. Speaking of horny queens and the monkeypox, how's this from the Daily Caller? Area man shocked to have contracted monkeypox after 20-man birthday orgy. A pornographic actor took to Twitter on Thursday to explain how he contracted the monkeypox virus after dozens of sexual encounters in a span of just days. A pornographic actor. When the hell did that moniker get changed? I always thought it was just a a plain old porn star, but I guess the more formal title is pornographic actor. Who knew? And the porn star or pornographic actor, if the former label gives you the vapors, but the man whore for pay, his, I guess his porn name, is Babe the Pig Boy. And that's boy, spelled B-O-I. Don't ask. And the same goes to you folks out there. You all screaming, Miller, Miller, you're a big old queen. What's a pig boy in the gay community? Folks, seriously? Don't ask questions where you cannot unhear the answer. And this is one of those things. Ignorance is truly bliss. But anyway, Babe the Pig Boy, and for the sake of this discussion, we'll just call him Babe. And so Babe here, he heads off to a a 20-man birthday orgy a friend of his was having. And while at this 20-man birthday orgy, Babe manages to work his way around pretty much the entire room, coming into sexual contact with pretty much everyone there at some point to some degree, kind of like Ronan Rubenstein, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, what he likes to do when he goes out to get banged by half the guys in L.A. And yes, Clearly, I've lifted the moratorium on Ronan Rubenstein jokes. At least with stories like this. This story and a Ronan Rubenstein joke, they go together like White Boy Malcolm X and his Ronald McDonald blow-up doll. Practically joined at the hip. And if that isn't shocking enough for you, how this dopehead porn star can go to a 20-man orgy and manages to go through 
pretty much everyone there. After that orgy, less than a week later, he heads off to another one. Because, let's face it, folks, to some of these horny queens out there, one orgy in a week just isn't enough. And as a random aside, I would think if your job was to have sex with other people, you got paid to be a human mattress. I figured the last thing you'd want to do in your downtime would be to go have sex with a bunch more people. But I guess not. So babe, in whoring around so much that even my whore friend in New York, even he's like, girlfriend, slow your roll. He whores around so much that Shazam, babe catches himself the monkeypox. Which he should be thankful for that that's all he caught carrying on like he did. And to top all that off, as the cherry on top of this orgy fuel cake, he goes on to social media to tell everyone about it. Hey, look at me, look at me. I'm a porn star who caught monkeypox going to multiple orgies. How's this for a a grand gay old time? And this is part of what he tweeted. A message to anyone who would dare to judge him for doing what he did. My two cents, it's reductive to tell gay people to not have sex. It didn't work in the early days of AIDS, and clearly it's not working now. And look how well that turned out for him. Turned out for you, babe. What, white boy Malcolm X? What are you waving your hand for? Was that too much? Did that cross the line? Reductive. Yeah, I know. A porn star who knows the word reductive. Who knew? This, though, I got nothing. No white boy Malcolm X. Nothing. I mean, what the hell do you say to something like this? This gay porn star contracting the monkeypox after screwing around with what? A few dozen guys at two orgies within a week? I think that speaks for itself. Now, as a gay man, as a big old queen, I'm I'm a bit embarrassed being gay, which rarely happens for me. As I've said many times, many, many times, I thank God every day that I'm gay. Every single day. But with this clown and his gay orgies, this is what people see. This is what they think of when they think of gay men. A lot of times, when they conjure up an image of a stereotypical gay man, rampant casual sex, drug-fueled circuit parties, STDs, but that's kind of, that's what popular gay culture looks like, especially if you're on the outside looking in. Now, I would say that most gay men, this is not how they live. And I'm pretty damn sure 
there are a lot of gay men out there who see this, who also see this, read about the monkeypox orgies, and they're like, just like I'm like, ah, Jesus Christmas, why can't these queens behave themselves? Just once. But I guess if your name is Babe the Pig Boy, a pig boy's got to do what a pig boy's got to do. Come what may. And you queens into that kind of nonsense, catching those STDs left and right, catching yourself the monkeypox, carrying on like you do, you all have fun with that. From PJ Media, Queen Kamala goes full groomer, wants LGBT teachers to love openly in their classrooms. And I don't have where she said this, but Queen Kamala, always a a day late and a dollar short, she decided to weigh in on the rampant lie about the Florida parental rights and education law. And this is what Her Majesty said. We're going to stand up against the law that says, don't say gay, basically restricting kindergarten through third grade teachers in Florida to be able to love openly and teach what they believe is important for people to understand. There is so much dumb to unpack here, folks. I don't know where to begin. But of course, I'll try. First off, the bill, the law, nowhere in that law does it say, don't say gay. If I remember correctly, the word gay isn't even in the law. It's just a a flat-out lie that has metastasized everywhere as a leftist talking point, and uh, no one bothers to check if it's actually true. So they keep running around, railing against this law because it supposedly says, don't say gay. But it actually never says it, never mentions it. And Queen Kamala here, she's either too dumb to know it or too deceitful to care that she's flat out lying just to keep selling this stupid narrative. And this creepy line about teachers being able to love openly. Don't we have enough of that already? Teachers out there. Ah, not that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. Enough with teachers loving their students. We already know what that looks like. And lastly, although I could probably go on for another five minutes, what's wrong with waiting until at least the fourth grade to roll out their gender identity brainwashing, selling kids on the fun of having super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns? But they are the meltdowns these people are having because they can't talk to six- and seven- and eight-year-olds about being transgender or gender fluid or asexual gender queer, whatever creepy garbage they're trying to stuff into these kids' heads. 
and Queen Kamala to be a, a useful idiot, to virtue signal to our gender identity overlords in the tribe, is propagating the big lie like a lot of them do. Now, I give those folks in Florida a lot of grief. Deservedly so, most of the time. They're a lovable bunch down there in Florida, but they're kind of kooky. Lovable, but a bit kooky. But when they're right, they're right. And with this, seeing the polls down in Florida and the large number of folks on both sides of the aisle who support this law, despite all the lying out there against it, they're right again. Good. From Popular Mechanics, are UFOs just future humans watching us? People are creative in the ways they hand wave away time travel in fiction, but how would it work in real life? What the hell happened to Popular Mechanics? In my day, now, not only am I a queen, but I'm an old queen at 52, almost 53. But in my day, popular mechanics, they were all about cool gadgets, sciencey stuff. It may still have some of that. Who knows? But this garbage, are UFOs just future humans watching us? This is the kind of nonsense that virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement, ah, that sex doll in the corner, playing with themselves, their Pokemon cards, their Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell they're posting on Reddit this week, freaking out the parents, freaking out the neighbors. This is the kind of ranting they post on Reddit and then masturbate to. Time-traveling UFOs with future humans is porn to a virgin pajama boy. And I'm embarrassed for popular mechanics that this is the kind of clickbait they've been reduced to. From the New York Post, Florida rapper shot dead in front of home after daring critics to confront him. Only in Florida, folks. Only in Florida. Well, maybe in certain parts of Chicago, certain parts of New York, L.A. But this story has Florida written all over it. And so this guy, rapper Raleigh Bands, he went up onto Instagram and Instagram for all you lay people out there that's where Grandma Madonna goes to writhe around like a spent hooker that's where Lisa Rinna where she goes to complain about her dead mother not getting enough of a send off on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that's where Britney Spears goes to continue her very public online mental breakdown. And I guess that's where gangster rappers 
where they go to show how tough they are. Which makes me wonder, white boy Malcolm X, I wonder if Chet Hanks, gangster rapper Chet Hanks, if he goes up onto Instagram to complain about his parents. Who knows? Who cares? But Raleigh goes up onto Instagram and he wrote, well, I don't know how I'm going to say this. A lot of these plural N-word know where I live at FR. No idea what FR is. I sleep in peace. If a N-word wants smoke, I'm at my crib in five minutes. And so, five minutes later, around 3.30 in the afternoon, someone drives by Raleigh's apartment crib there in Tampa and caps his ass. One bullet, done. Well, he definitely is sleeping in peace now. So I guess, let this be a lesson to everyone out there. Be careful what you wish for. Really careful what you wish for. Because like Raleigh bands, you just may get it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Boston.com, 22 shark sightings off Cape Cod Saturday and Sunday. Two were spotted from whale-watching boats. We were just laughing about this last week. The hysteria over shark sightings. And up here in Massachusetts, they love to tie the shark sightings to man-made climate change. So every time someone spots anything larger than a minnow, the local media, they get to bludgeon us about Jaws trolling Cape Cod looking for tasty humans to devour, and it's all man-made climate change that made Jaws do it. And the story we had was from Grid. A shark expert tells us to stop freaking out about shark attacks and sightings. If sharks wanted to eat us, they would. The world averages just 70 shark attacks a year. So 70 shark attacks a year spread out over the entire world. And here in Massachusetts, oh my God, there's a shark. Oh my God, there's a shark. Eco-disaster porn for the hysterical ninnies to fret over. It's like the old axiom. You're more likely to die in a car crash on your way to the airport than you are to die in the plane. The plane crashing. But what do people worry about more? The plane. Same thing here. You're significantly more likely to die driving down to the Cape, especially given 
how some of these mass holes drive. And for you girls in Provincetown, you're significantly more likely to catch the monkeypox at one of your P-Town orgies than you are getting attacked by a shark. But what do those drama queens fixate on? Jaws, Jaws coming to get you. Myrtle, more smelling salts, please. From Fox News, Cowboys Jerry Jones faces backlash for using derogatory term for little people, apologizes for remark. The little people of America slam Jones for using the word. I saw this story and I actually put this up in a tweet too. But the most interesting part of the article is that Fox News, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me back up just a bit. I'm sure you folks are out there wondering what the hell Jerry Jones said that got these people so triggered. But Jerry Jones, he used the word midget. That's what he said that has everyone's hair on fire. But the most interesting part of the article is that Fox News, they didn't spell out the word midget. They put M, five little dashes, and then a T. Like it's the N-word. They're treating it like the N-word. They won't spell it out. And so I'm like, when the hell did the word midget get banned like that? Not only are you not allowed to use it, which is like, whatever. Okay, fine. Not a word I use anyway. But you're not even allowed to spell it. You can't write out the word midget. At least not at Fox News. And I read what Jerry said. And you know, this goes back to something. The Dr. Jill Biden speech down in Texas. Speaking of Texas where she was trying to virtue signal about all the diversity within the Hispanic community and compared it to, like, New York bodegas, some flour in Miami, and breakfast tacos. And everyone got triggered because they thought she was calling Hispanics breakfast tacos, which she wasn't. And I, oddly enough, defended her just a little Because however it came out, she didn't mean it as a pejorative, didn't mean to insult anyone. She just, and I think I called her delivery a bit ham-handed. But to me, it all comes down to intent. Did she mean to insult people? No. So just cut her some slack. Did Jerry Jones mean to insult the little people, the dwarves, whatever the hell you're allowed to call shorter people these days. No. So just cut the guy some slack. And this is what those humorless sourpusses at the little people of America told TMZ Sports in a statement. White boy Malcolm X. That is not funny. Okay, little baby, 
It's going to be okay. It'll be okay. Jerry didn't mean it. Okay. Kill the baby. Kill the baby. I can only imagine how excited abortion activists, how excited they get when they hear me say that. Kill the baby. But this is what they said. Midget is a term that has widely been known to be derogatory for years and should be common knowledge to anyone in the public arena, such as Jerry Jones. Ignorance at this point is simply not an excuse. Any use of this disparaging slur, along with suggestions or insinuations that our stature exists for amusement, is deplorable and inexcusable. And they're not done lecturing, folks. Those who use the term midget or any terminology that further stigmatizes people born with dwarfism are asked to educate themselves to eradicate this word. Little People of America is asking Jerry Jones to issue an apology and vow to use appropriate terminology rooted in respect and dignity moving forward. And I thought the queens were dramatic. I thought our gender identity overlords were dramatic. You know, they could have just lightly chided him. Like I said, I don't think he meant to be offensive. They could have just shown a little grace here, tweeted out something like, Hey, Jerry, we don't use that word anymore. Please refer to us as whatever. But not these hysterical babies. Not one, but two paragraphs of schoolmarm lecturing. I can only imagine what kind of meltdown they'd have if someone actually used that word to be nasty. Use that word deliberately to insult someone. They their heads would explode. Of all the things to get butthurt over, of all the hills to die on, Jerry Jones using the word midget. But I guess, like the professional gay class that has to get overly triggered about everything, just so they can stay relevant, just so they can keep fundraising off being victims, the little people of America, they have to go after Jerry Jones to do more or less the same thing. And you clowns, no pun intended, but how small of you to blow this as out of proportion as you have. Of all the hills to want to die on, just absurd. But you have fun with that. From Queerty, Those girls over at Queerty, heartbreaking. The worst senator you know just made a great point. And what have I told you folks about the gay media? The vapid gay media. They've got their heroes and villains narrative. And so, whatever the topic, whatever the story, you're either a a hero or a villain. And with this one, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, he is a 
a gay supervillain. Not as bad as J.K. Rowling. Voldemort. But he's damn close. They try to mock him. Portray him as evil every chance they get. But Cruz, through his spokesperson... Well, let me backtrack just a second. Just to put this in better context. Now, when Roe v. Wade got tossed, the gay media... They were out there with their gay disaster porn stories about how the fall of Roe v. Wade would mean overturning all sorts of laws like gay marriage or the anti-sodomy law in Texas. And they've been pretty hysterical about it. Queens down in Texas, at least those that read the vapid gay media, they're all terrified that one of these days They're all going to jail if they fool around with another man. Which is kind of ironic, if you think about it. You go to jail for fooling around with another man. And what happens in jail? Consensual or not, you get to fool around with other men. But anyway, back to Senator Cruz. His spokesperson came out and said to the Dallas Morning News, Consenting adults should be able to do what they wish in their private sexual activity and government has no business in their bedrooms. Which has got Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, all tied up in knots because this screws up their narrative. Ted Cruz is a gay supervillain and here he is supporting, in a way, the gay community, which I guess that's why they're saying it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to those girls at Queerty because they've been selling this narrative for God knows how long that Cruz is evil, he hates the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, and he basically wants to eradicate us from the face of Of God's green earth. But here's Cruz. Gay supervillain. Ted Cruz. I don't think we have any business. Policing what people do. Behind closed doors. And that. Screws up their narrative. What kind of. Anti-gay. Supervillain. Would say something like that. Now I'm sure they'll find a way to write the ship. Get him back to. Gay supervillain extra hated status and they tried in the article oh well he doesn't like gay marriage he mocks pronouns and doesn't believe women with penises should be allowed to compete in athletics he's still pretty horrible but there's a crack in the narrative I guess I'll take what I can get and for our last story folks It's from news.com.au. That's down there in Australia. Although I have to say, before I even read the headline, this story, it is a perfect Florida smoking gun story. If I switch, folks, every reference to Australia to Florida, you wouldn't bat an eye. You'd be like, man, That is so totally Florida. 
But here's the headline. Shamika Julie leading Jake James Quinn faced Toowoomba Magistrates Court for having sex in courtroom foyer. Told you it was a Florida story. A young couple has been caught with their pants down, not once but three times, in the busy waiting area of a Queensland court. And Toowoomba, for those of you not up on your Australian geography, that's due west, just a little bit, of Brisbane. Brisbane is along the eastern coast, about halfway up the continent. You got Melbourne along the northeast bottom. Sydney's about a quarter way up from that. And then there's Brisbane. In other words, ass end of nowhere. Not Adelaide or Perth, but still, ass end of nowhere. So Shamika here, she's 19 years young. She had to go to court one morning for only God knows what. So she heads off to court and she brings along her strapping stud of a boyfriend, Jake. He's 20 and not only is he a a strapping stud, but he's a, a ginger strapping stud. So you folks can imagine how excited my ginger loving friend on the other side of this room is right about now. Hearing that, remember folks, this is a man who bangs a a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll just to get his ginger fix. And since I know you'll want to see it, here, white boy Malcolm X, here is the picture. Stud indeed. For 20 anyway. I'm not sure if this is a compliment or not. But he doesn't look 20 to me. And he's certainly no AJKJ Appa. That strapping stud of a ginger. No one can top AJKJ Appa in that category. Do you want a rundown, sir? Would you like a, well, pardon the expression, a blow-by-blow of what took place between Shamika and Ginger Jake? Yes, of course you would. At least Shamika, she's not banging a a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll. She got herself the real thing. So, these two are in court, hanging out in the courthouse public waiting area, and Shamika, she decides to mount her strapping ginger stud. And they're doing whatever, She's sitting in his lap. You folks can figure that out. You have imaginations. But they're having a a grand gay old time. Security Popo is going by. Sees what's going on. And I'm sure they were like, what the blankety blank blank blank. These two can't wait or go to a bathroom. Go outside into the bushes to take care of this. So security Popo walks over and bless their heart for having to watch that. And they're like, hey, you too, cut it out. So they stop for the moment. Okay, you caught us, our bad. And security Popo, they go on to do whatever and leave. 
So Ginger Jake, he takes out his ginger man meat, takes that damn thing right out of his pants. There it was, right there out in the open. And Shamika sees it, and she's like, oh, hell yeah, more ginger man meat. So she climbs up on top of him, and they're back at it again. So they get caught a second time, this time by a a poor beleaguered volunteer court staff member, probably did not volunteer for this kind of crazy, breaking up horny Gen Z kids, banging in a waiting room, but she breaks up the fun, goes away, and Shamika, she can't get enough of that ginger man meat, so they go back to it. A third time. Security Popo comes back over. Catches them again. And that's when these two rocket scientists decide to leave. Too late though. Because they got flagged by the CCTV cameras. And they got themselves a lovely pair of notices to appear in court. Where they each got 60 hours community service with no convictions recorded. How dumb, how dumb do you have to be to try having sex in a courtroom, not once, not twice, but three times? That's like David Hogg level of dumb. That's like Gus Kentworthy level of dumb. And I may have to apologize to both of those dimwits because I bet you even those two are smart enough, just smart enough, to not do something like that. Or at the very least, maybe possibly try it once, then have the common sense to take it to the bathroom or out in the car, somewhere other than where Popo can catch you every time you try it. And these two will breed like frickin' rabbits. Have a busload of little moron kids running around. All of them on welfare. Oops, sorry. Public assistance. Because none of them will have the first clue about how to take care of themselves. And you taxpayers down under, you have fun paying for all that. So on that note, since I cannot top these two blithering idiots humping in a courtroom, even if one of them is a strapping stud of a ginger and white boy Malcolm X, he dreams of that being him banging that ginger. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.